we could probably in the future uh, okay let's uh call this meeting to order um we're convening as the first as the marin county airport land use commission can i get a motion uh to approve the minutes from march 30th so approved so so moved moved by commissioner curran seconded by by Commissioner Montalbano, uh, all in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? No. Uh, does do any of the commissioners have communications not having to do with something on the uh, agenda today that they wish to report? Hearing none. Jeremy, director's report. It's going to be brief. We don't have any items um, scheduled for the A luck coming up, um, and. Uh, no indication that there's something on the horizon either. So I, I don't anticipate ALEC is going to be meeting again for some time. Okay. And then not seeing anyone here, uh, wishing not, no members of the public here, I'm assuming that no members of the public wish to speak to us, in which case I'm going to close the, land, uh, the uh, Airport Land Use Commission and open the Marin County Planning Commission. Uh, first, can I get a uh, motion to approve the minutes of March 30th? Moved by Commissioner Curran, seconded by Commissioner Montalbano. Um, all in favor? Aye. Uh, opposed? No. Uh, any communications people wish to report? I do have some. So um, I since our last meeting, I contacted HCD directly to get answers to some of the questions that I had last time. I received a response from them. I forwarded that response to Jeremy and Michelle, and we can talk about that when we talk about the ADU stuff. And I also spoke with Sharon Rushton, head of Sustainable Town Almonte, who has, you know, mentioned her point of view and the point of view of Sustainable Town Almonte. Thank you. Uh, so now we go to the director's report. Though before we do that, Jeremy, I'm not sure if it's you or somebody else. I had a member of the public send me an email saying, have you seen either of these studies? And she was referring to the notice of the Marin County Board of Supervisors hearing that's happening on the 18th where two housing studies will be considered for adoption. And I knew nothing about this. And you don't know anything about I mean, I, I'd like somehow for the planning commission to get put on some listserv where we can see things like this because we do get asked and it does directly affect what we do sure yeah i'll talk i i've never heard of that either so i'll talk with our housing staff all right i'll forward you the email and you'll see what i'm talking about Great, okay you. so your report yeah so uh, we got a couple things coming up on april 24th uh we are as you'll see momentarily requesting a continuance of the first item today the lcp amendments and rezoning uh, and um, the second one is an appeal of the Alexander Coastal Permit and Design Review on Bolinas. And um, we don't have anything uh, anticipated for May 8th or thereafter. Wow. It's been slow. Except for the housing element last year. It's been <laughs> yeah, I think we that, 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 that can suffice for a while, actually, but I'm sure things will, I'm sure things will pick up. Um, so I see no members of the public here wishing to address us. Um, 
So with regard to the LCP, uh, we will open that hearing, take public comment, but again, no members of the public, so no comment. Uh, I don't know if any of uh, my fellow commissioners wish to say anything. It was hard to comment on them intelligently since we didn't get red line copies, which we will be receiving, I assume. Absolutely, so. yes. I'm so sorry about the uh, miscommunication and mix-up. So um, we'll be getting, we're working on that now. We'll be getting you track changes versions of the documents um, as well as um, you know any changes that have come up since um, the uh, report was initially distributed. Uh, so you have um, that to take a look at before the um, uh, April 24th hearing. So um, as I had mentioned to you, uh, we discussed briefly at our last meeting and as I mentioned in the pre-planning a little bit, um, there was some question about whether we can uh, apply the 30 plus day rental uh, to in the LCP as we on ADUs as we do in the planning code. Is that something to appropriately have brought up beforehand or something that we should bring up then at, at the at the next hearing? So um, the it's probably better it's probably better to bring it up the next hearing actually. Okay. But okay. yeah, it, we can address that as the, the quick answer and we'll explain how when we when we meet and talk about it more. Okay. Uh, um commissioners, any comments on this? Okay. Um so now we will move to item before, do we have to wait until 1.30? <clears throat> yeah, we do. Um, we're asking for a continuance till the 24th, actually. Oh, so okay. So you could actually... Uh, Can I get a mo motion for a continuance to the 24th? I'll move. Also move. Moved by Commissioner Lynn, seconded by Commissioner Curran. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Oh, oh, oh. I just... Oh, there were some things that I wanted to kind of like... Please, get go through ahead. And, ...and examine, but... Um, so... So I, I wonder if county council should be here for some of these questions because it has to do with like liability and this is specifically about the ADU stuff. The no, that's for the, LCP. the next item. Oh, okay. All right. This is we're just continuing oh, this is the, the LCP. The, stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, Sorry. the next item is scheduled at one thirty, so we need I to. Oh, so I see. We may have public. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I. So could I ask I, for a, a non-agenda discussion item since we skipped over that category? Did you? I'm sorry, did you vote for the oh, we got continuance? Vote. Yeah. All in favor of the continuance? Aye. 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 Opposed? Okay, so the matter is continued. Um, Commissioner Lynn, did you, you had something else you wanted yes, to Yes, I was just wondering if at some point we could get a briefing on the status of the housing element. Uh, you had mentioned at the last director's report uh, the party was going on and whatnot that we might be able to get that at the last meeting, but it didn't happen. And I think it, particularly since we have a little bit of time here to make the request, it would be useful for us to know what the status is and maybe what the major issues are. I don't, maybe it's not, um, maybe the staff isn't ready to, to have that kind of public discussion about the major issues, but at least an update on the status I would appreciate. Yeah, sure. Let me talk to our housing staff about it. Um, as you know, that we've received comments, and we're working to address those. I'm not sure of what the timing is, but uh, they may have a better sense of that. So let me get in touch with them and see if they can maybe just give you a brief overview. Yeah, I think that would be useful. Okay, yeah. Well, I know that we have discussed this before, and some commissioners were opposed to it. I, I think there are other commissions, I don't know about in Marin County, but where the public is 
notice that we expect something to come up at a certain time, but it may come up sooner, for example, this. Is there anything to that we can, because it's happened before, and then we sort of sit around cooling our heels because. Yeah, I don't think we should avoid this. I think we should just notice everything for one o'clock. Good idea. Yeah. And That's we, a good idea. We don't have to. I mean, sometimes we've done it just like five minutes difference, something like that, which I think is, which is fine. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Do, we, do we need a motion or anything, or is that just... No, 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 we'll just, we'll okay. just do it. That's great. All yeah. right, so... so um, we just need to take a break, I yeah, think. Yeah, people want to take a break and come back at 1.30. Yep. So we'll okay. just, we're in recess until 1.30? <laughs> Thank you. Yes. One thirty. Planning Commission. Yeah, someone might show up to talk about this ADU stuff. No, we couldn't do it today. Yeah. Have you read the letter? You, did you get a copy of the
Item number six, the Marin County Development Code 2023 amendments. Jeremy, do you have a opening remarks for us? Uh, last time I think we had a, oh, thank you. I think we had a good discussion uh, and there were a number of issues that were raised. Um, we don't have a PowerPoint presentation today because I thought um, we were just gonna focus on those issues that were raised during the last hearing. Um, not to say if there's any other things that you've come up with since that time, we can definitely talk about those things. Um, and uh, with that, I'll just turn it over to Michelle. Maybe you can take us through um, some changes and some responses to comments and questions. Hi, good afternoon. Um, get it closer here. So um, we, your, your commission held a workshop on March 30th to discuss and receive public comments on the 2023 Development Code Amendments. At that workshop, the commission requested that we add two additional amendments. These amendments were adding language to the development standards for JDUs that prohibited um, short-term rentals of those, of those units, similar to what we have for ADUs, and also refining the JDU definition um, to specify that those units could be located in accessory structures. So we have um, made those amendments. Those are included in attachment to, to the supplemental memo that went out to you um, last week. Um, we also proposed um, some additional amendments, and we mentioned those in the workshop. Those were staff uh, proposed amendments to the building area definition, and also um, clarifying that for certain ADUs, there was no front setback requirement. So that's also part of that attachment too. During the workshop, um, some additional questions arose related to the ADU amendments. Um, specifically, one of those questions asked, whether the county could restrict category one ADUs if the site on which the ADU would be located had poor emergency access and is located in a fire prone area. And we've consulted with county council and we came to the conclusion um, that there is little to no ability to further restrict those ADUs that fall within the section of the ADU law that corresponds to the category one ADUs. Um, also at that meeting, um, or that workshop rather, um, there were some questions about the kitchenette definition and the efficiency kitchen that's referenced in the building code. And I um, addressed those in the supplemental memo. So hoping you had a chance to look at that. Um, at the workshop, the commission directed staff to follow up with HCD with regard to their email of February 6, 2023. And um, while we did reach out to HCD, I did not hear from them. Um, so I don't have anything to report um, on that front. Over the weekend, staff received an email from Commissioner Montalbano, which forwarded along an inquiry and related responses that were posted today to HCD through its queries website at calhcd at servicenow.com. And I was hoping just to read those questions and HCD's responses into the record. So the first question um, was, if a JADU can exist in a detached accessory structure? And HCD responded, a JADU cannot exist in a detached structure. Government code uh, section 65852.22, subdivision A4, 
requires that a JDU be constructed within the walls of an existing or proposed single-family residence. This does include attached space, such as garages. So um, the second question, um, I believe, related to how many ADUs you could have on one um, uh, site developed with a single-family residence. And HCD's response was under government code 65852.2 subdivision E1A and E1B, which can be combined, there are certain circumstances by which a single family lot can have one ADU, a converted space, and one JDU, as well as one detached new construction ADU. So. <laughs> well, that's not very. That's not entirely clear. One ADU plus 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 one detached. I mean, it sounds like the ADUs have to be detached, have to be detached. Or there could be an attached. Do you, do you understand why I find that a confusing answer? Yeah. So, so I think in summary for that response, HCD is saying, similar to what the proposed amendments are, that you can have one JDU. They didn't specify in this response whether Which is by definition attached. Well, there's... <clears throat> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come around to that. We're actually going to have <laughs> ask Brandon to, to um, okay. address this issue there's, as well. So. There's some, yeah, there's some contradictory language. But, but, <laughs> but in summary, there can be three units, a JDU, a detached ADU, and an attached ADU. So that was the response to that second question. Then the third question um, was about um, res further restricting these units based on um, you know, emergency access and these fire-prone areas. And HCD responded, units created under E, which is essentially the category one, are effectively self-contained and unless explicitly referenced, do not adhere to the requirements or restrictions of A through D. Um, while section A1A of the state ADU code does permit exclusions, the only mention within E, so that is again these category <laughs> one ADUs, is that the side and rear setbacks must be sufficient for fire and safety. Okay. <laughs> so um, as I we alluded to in the responses there. Um, we reviewed the email with county council, and it appears that there is a discrepancy between the most recent changes to the state ADU law, specifically this subsection, um, 65852.2E1A1, which states that JDUs may be located in an accessory structure. <coughs> this is in conflict with a subsection of um, 65852.22A4 and HI1 of the state JDU law, which um, describe and define JDUs as units located entirely within a single family residence. So Brandon Halter is here with County Council's office um, to address any questions about that, um, those questions, those discrepancies, and, and any uh, other questions about the amendments. 
ultimately the piece the planning commission can make recommendations to the board regarding JDUs and detached structures attached accessory structures Brandon do you want to add anything thank you Brandon Halter deputy county counsel I, I'm I'm happy to address uh, any questions when we get to that portion of the presentation if your board wants to take public comment I'll encourage you all to do that or if there's anything else from staff go ahead but uh, yeah I'm here to answer and um, I also uh, agree and appreciate Michelle's explanation because I found that to be accurate so I have a question, if that's okay. Yeah. So listening to your explanation, what I'm visualizing is because accessory structures are accessory to single family, they would be interpreted as single family. So as long as you did a JDU in an exist in existing footage uh, footprint, that would be allowed. And if and so it would then be consistent with the requirement that it can only be in a single family residence. Would that be correct? I know. <laughs> I don't know that I would say that. I mean, to, to me, it's it. I I think that there's just a conflict in the law, and um, of course you want to try and find interpretation which resolves that conflict. But in this case, it does seem to say in two different places, two completely different things. Um, I think, you know, regardless of what your decision is today, and I think that you can go either way with this, honestly, because it's, to, you know, the, the law conflicts with itself. Um, regard, but regardless of that, we're going to check back in with HCD um, and uh, see, you know, it does seem as though HCD's interpretation is the JDs need to be part of the single-family residence, regardless of what the most recent amendments say. Um, so we're going to check that. Um, but I think it's really up to you at this point um, to decide which way you want to go. Because I, well, well, I think that the question is, what is the? Po there must be a policy reason why they think a J do, because they're not prohibiting ADUs. Why they think that the J do should be part of the existing structure. So is that policy decision because they because of the kitchen situation? Because of the bathroom situation? I mean, is there is there anything that clearly differentiates? The J do from the A do, except for possibly the the extent of the kitchen. Wasn't that the main difference? The main difference is the kitchen. Right. So yeah. I mean, I so it's like I guess it doesn't say this, but it seems to me like the policy consideration might be: well, we want them to have a kitchen, and if it's part of the house, then there's a kitchen in the house. On the other hand, there could be a kitchen in an accessory building as well so i'm just trying to figure out what the state's getting what the state is trying to get at here brandon do you have a yeah response? i mean i think that's implied in the question is that there is some sort of singular purpose to the policy that's coming out of the state <laughs> yeah. on this issue and i think that might be a little generous i think <laughs> when you're looking at these two statutes 65852.22 is solely focused on jdus it has that provision that the state pointed us to that says, yeah, JDUs need to be proposed and exist within the single family residence. And then in the same statute later at H1, it defines JDU as a, as a unit that exists within the walls of a single family structure, which obviously is somewhat redundant. And then you go over to the ADU law that these proposed development code amendments are addressing or trying to implement, and you have a completely different 
set of language that contemplates JDUs being treated the same as ADUs in certain ways. So I, I don't know that there's a lot of consistent singular policy vision that's being implemented among these statutes here. I totally understand that your board has the difficult job of trying to uh, be consistent with that policy guidance, but that is nevertheless where we are. Commissioner Montalbano. Um, so I, I have been looking at this for like 10 days, staring at it day and night, trying to figure it out, and I think I figured it out. So I think the confusion here is accessory structure versus accessory dwelling unit. So I think what the exception is for JDUs is that an accessory structure is, let's say we have a garage, right? We know that we can turn that into an ADU, but we cannot turn that into a JDU. However, the law says that if you're building a brand new ADU, you can also have a JADU attached to that. Now that ADU is technically a single family dwelling. So that's, I think, what the difference is. It's, so the difference is accessory structure versus accessory dwelling unit. So when you reread the law and it gives you the, the interesting, it, it, so this is under E, right? Small letter E where it says, and this, is, this was absolutely shocking to me, but, but it all comes down to this one, two words. And Jeremy mentioned this last time. So one is, if you look at E, E1, notwithstanding subdivisions A to D. So now I'm going to ask county council, can you define for me notwithstanding? So does that just mean regardless of? Regardless of. Despite. <laughs> the language that follows that clause shall govern. Right. So basically it's, so in A, capital A, is where it says you can decide where ADUs should exist and where they shouldn't exist. And so basically what it says is we may decide that we can have ADUs everywhere in commercial, commercially zoned areas. We can, we can decide that you know, we can have them anywhere we want. We can choose to decide where they go. And then it says regardless of what you decide, you have to allow for these ADUs. So that is the reasoning that some towns are saying we can choose where they are and... Well, and no, that doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it wouldn't be called an additional dwelling unit if it wasn't attached to a dwelling unit in the first place. So it has to be... I mean, you couldn't just have an ADU in a commercial district, could you, if it wasn't attached to... Well, that's, that's why I proposed no. my interpretation of that, that it, because the accessory structure is accessory to the residential, that it counts as residential. Right. The A stands for accessory, but I, under E, it has to be in a residential or yeah. mixed-use zone. I guess what I would, um, I might add to what you just explained. I agree that there's sort of a two-track pathway that's set up in this statute, which... Um, you want to ex delineate those two tracks again? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's frustrating because it's not laid out like it's two tracks. It doesn't say up front, we have two tracks here. And one of the tracks is A through D, and the other track is E. And um, under A through D, you have that introductory clause in A1, where it says the local agency can impose certain restrictions, including restrictions on location based on public safety. So if you have an ADU that's being proposed under one of those A through D sections, let's call that track one, 
you as a local entity can impose certain restrictions and restrictions that say you can't develop in this certain fire hazard areas or whatever. Um, but then the law has E. And E says, notwithstanding A through D, meaning put aside this category one, there's this category two, that's under D. I should, probably shouldn't use that terminology because we're using one and two in the development. Yeah, we're changing that. I've already made it more confusing. But the point about that is E is, is notwithstanding all that other stuff that's in the statute, if there's an AD, an ADU or a JDU that meets the requirements of E, you have to approve it, full stop. And there's no way you can impose, at least under this statute, things like restrictions based on location for safety reasons. So E is like this supercharged version of you have to approve it if it meets these, these basic points and you, you don't have a choice. Why, why don't we hold, unless, since this is clearly getting into discussion, why don't we open the public hearing because we have one member of the public who wishes to address us and then continue this discussion. Is that okay with everybody? Yes. Okay. Uh, so Sharon Rushton. You have two minutes. So, um, at any rate, Sharon Rushton, president of Sustainable Tamil Monte. Um, perilous accessory dwelling unit regulations are a matter of life and death. We ask you to recommend the same protections against dangerous accessory dwelling units that you courageously recommended on December 14, 2020, but which unfortunately were overturned by the Board of Supervisors on January 26, 2021, due to a lack of vital information. 17 Marin organizations agree with your previous recommendations. Per our most recent letter, there is an ambiguity in the state ADU law that allows you to exempt hazardous areas from perilous ADUs. And I know you were just talking about that, but contrary to Marin County's legal counsel, uh, we have provided a list of five other jurisdictions that prohibited all categories of accessory dwelling units in hazardous areas. Copies of those jurisdictions ADU ordinances and the legal basis for why two of those jurisdictions legal councils determined that they could indeed protect public safety from dangerous ADUs. Any risk of a legal challenge is minor compared to the much greater risk of potential loss of life that may occur if vulnerable neighborhoods are left unprotected. I want to emphasize uh, the government code A. Now, before that, it states, um, a, the small a, a local agency may by ordinance provide for the creation of accessory dwelling units in areas zoned to allow single family or multi-family use. The ordinance shall um, do yeah, all your of the family. time is up, so can you wrap it up? So the shall is um, that they can that they may designate areas within the jurisdiction of the local agency where accessory dwelling units may be permitted, as well as where they may not be permitted. And if you take precedence of E, that totally eliminates the whole basis of this section, which is to protect hazardous communities. If you allow 
E in hazardous communities, then A is totally exempt. It doesn't uh, even uh, exist. Thank you. We'll, we will consider that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so uh, not seeing any other members of the public here, I'm going to close the public hearing and return to uh, discussion among the commissioners. Um, comments? Yeah, so um, we were talking about the JDUs. I just wanted to go back to, um, to that same paragraph and continue uh, because basically I was, I was absolutely shocked by this, you know, two ADUs and a JDU. I mean, I was floored and I didn't understand what it was. And I don't think, I mean, I don't, I mean, there's, there's several layers of things that we need to look at, but um, basically what this says, and um, it is, again, if we go to E1, small E1, that same sentence, that there's another word that is crucial to understanding this, and that is notwithstanding subdivisions A to D, local agencies shall ministerially approve an application for a building permit within a residential or mixed-use zone to create any of the following. And the key word there is any, right? Because any, if I offer you five candy bars and I say, you can have any of these five candy bars, you might think that you can have one. But technically, and is this correct, legally, any includes all. According, correct? To, according to HCD, yes. So that's what they're, so that's how HCD is interpreting this. So when they say any, it means including all. And so if you look at this then as I don't then, remember that legal interpret. I mean, that's. I, I would say it's aggressive. <laughs> it's aggressive. <laughs> aggressive, yeah. I would say. But of course, it's whatever we think doesn't matter. It's however I mean, this, it's going to get defined by, no, well, by the housing, by the state. Ultimately, but the thing is, I'll people like these five, these five jurisdictions litigated. who've decided that they're going to go against the HCD interpretation, right. and they're going to say they're going to restrict ADUs in high fire zones. Right. Now, my question is, what is the status of those? And this is, you know, Court of Madera too. Are they? Is HCD coming after them? Are they in a lawsuit? Is this going to court? Like. Actually, say that's a slightly different issue, and I realize how confusing it gets in a hurry. But on the any that in, the, what any any is doing there is, according to HCD, allowing a property owner to develop under either under both A and B. I think I have those right. Um, so it allows it 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 affects the number of units and the types of units that you're putting on the property. So that's that concept. That's what any is doing. It's doing a lot of lifting there. I, I agree with you. But that's what that, that word, the significance of that word to HCD is. On the, the fire zone issue, that's slightly different. The, the word that is working for that is, is A1 and saying under, you can create an ordinance, you as a local agency can create an ordinance, and you can, under, through that ordinance, restrict on the basis of location. But again, that's on that sort of first track for ADU development. Under E, if, there, if the property owners are developing under E, there is no allowance in the statute to restrict locations for those kinds of developments based on fire risk or anything else. So I, the jurisdictions that I've reviewed in terms of the codes that they've drafted up reflect that. So often they will put up uh, code provisions that identify 
under certain circumstances under these, you know, codifying the A through D type of ADU, yes, we restrict on the basis of sewer access, water access, fire safety hazard, that sort of thing. But then there's a separate section that says, you know, unless otherwise provided by state law or, you know, there's, there's an explicit guidance or an explicit nod to section E, allowing for the fact that, yes, if you actually, if you go under E, then actually we can't impose that kind of restriction on you. And I realize this is, it's as confusing to me as it is to you all. So um, I sympathize, but that's, there's sort of two slightly different issues. Yes, I, I agree that these are two different issues. My point being that, I mean, I think that the interpretation of any, including all, is kind of questionable. And if, you know, if the Planning Commission or the Board of Supervisors felt strongly, they could say, we're not going to, we're going to fight back against HCD. We're not going to agree with this interpretation. I think it, I think everybody needs to be aware that this is, it's an attitude. It's not completely, completely clear cut. And there are these two issues. Can we restrict it in fire zones? And are we saying that the word any includes all? Can I just, uh, we had, remember, we, we had this conversation at length. It was before you were on the commission. And what, what did we, I mean, we wanted to restrict <clears throat> in fire zones. We were worried about evacuation. Yeah, yeah we had the first, the first part of it, that conversation we definitely had at length. And um, as Sharon Richard Brushen, um raised, the recommendation by the planning commission to the board was to have restrictions related to fire zones and and the and emergency hazard I'm sorry and emergency evacuation routes the board took that out and i think part of the reason was because legally it was very difficult to justify and um and i i think that that is still true we have been through this one before we know where the board stands um, we're not proposing to change that it's the second issue where we didn't bring this up with your commission at the time because we did not interpret it that way, where we didn't see that you would be po it would be possible to have two ADUs on a single-family lot with a single-family residence. We didn't interpret it, the term any that way. And I don't know that HCD at the time was really looking at this that much either because we didn't hear from them. Um, but now we have heard from them, and it is very... Um, Regardless of whether you think that, that is an aggressive posture, that is their posture. Um, and I, I wouldn't necessarily put that in the same – I don't the, – the board has Different not issues. issued – has not come down on a decision with the second piece. The first piece, we know where they stand. The second piece, we, we don't really. Mr. Kern, do you have any thoughts on this? I don't want to put you on the spot, but – you haven't. I mean, you you haven't said anything yet. I just wondered if you were. No, I'm just. I'm just listening. Listening. Because so what's? How would you articulate the rules around the second issue? I mean, it's interesting because then there's that lot split language, right? Which which is, which we're not dealing with here, but it allows people to split their lots and put another house on the lot. I mean, it's sort of related in my mind, although I don't want to muddy this up further. But um, so how do they relate if you're building a second? Well, so, I mean, you're, you're raising SB 9. So just as a, as a reminder, unlike the ADU law, SB 9 does two different things. 
One thing it does is it says you cannot require offsite improvements. In other words, if you are on a substandard road, you cannot say widen the road in order to meet the standards, right? But the other thing it says is county or jurisdiction, you do not need to allow uh, a SB9 project, uh, a, a lot split, sorry, uh, on a property that doesn't have frontage on a public street. Okay, so I understand that they're related in your mind, but they do actually have some different standards, and SB9 has an additional protection that this does not. So for, the, for our purposes today, let's, can we, I think we should split these up then and maybe take a straw vote on the hazardous zones. I mean, I myself agree, and we shouldn't be, with, with both the public comment and where we've been in the past, I think I was pretty vocal about it. On the other hand, what definition of crazy or whatever it is, I mean, doing the same thing, getting the, and getting, but expecting a different answer. We're not gonna get a different answer from the Board of Supervisors on, on, the, uh, on that hazardous yeah, could I, issue. Could I ask about that? Because it was my understanding from conversation with the supervisor in my district, and I don't think she was a member of the board when that vote was taken, but her understanding was, and she may be incorrect, that, and you, but you did reference it in your summary, that they made that determination based on lack of information. So I, I mean, my inquiry is what's the lack of information? Because what she conveyed to me was that in sometime in the fairly near future, there was an expected additional analysis from fire services about standards, substandard road conditions and evacuation routes. Maybe that is not correct, but if there is any opening to request that further documentation, I would support that because I think it is a serious issue. And to just say that, that it's difficult to justify is, um, you know, based, it, it, it becomes similar to the discussions about objective design standards, is that if you can standardize it and, and define what is hazardous, such as a certain road width or a certain uh, lack of intersection, a certain distance from a, an additional residential unit, perhaps a, a basis can be established to, to do that restriction. So I did not say that. Sharon Rushton said that. And okay. I think when you're talking about the, the track under subdivision E, um, the board was very clear about the information that they had. And the law, as badly written as it is, is pretty unequivocal about this. You cannot require, you cannot add additional requirements that are not in the law. But that said, there is A through D. Right? And A through D does allow you to have a, a better analysis. And what uh, I think she was referring to is the Marin Wild, Wildfire Prevention Authority um, has been working with consultants on a analysis of evacuation routes throughout the county. And um, the idea is that they'll come up with, you know, which roadways are substandard, are there things that you can do to, you know, vegetation management or what have you to, to improve those evacuation routes? We don't have that yet. I'm not sure when it's going to come out, but they've been working on it for a while, so hopefully, you know, later, later this year. Um, and when that does come out, um, and, and the other thing is that the state is going to create um, new very high 
and high fire hazard severity zones. Um, we don't have those maps yet either. Um, so when those do come out, I think, you know, we're going to be taking another look at, you know, probably SB9, probably ADUs, you know, with that new information. And, you know, at that point, maybe we can um, decide whether or not we want to make any recommendations. We will be talking with the board about that well uh, as well. We don't have that yet. And again, it doesn't affect subdivision E. It's, it's for all the other categories. It's with your category, what we, subdivision E is what we call category one. Right. This, that would affect category two and three, but not category one. Okay. Yeah, I th my point about that is that um, as now the time has passed and the ADU law has been around, um, it would be interesting to know that of these jurisdictions who that are saying that you can't absolutely can't have it, like E doesn't matter, they're going to restrict it. That's what I would like to know. I would like to know what, what is HCD saying to them? What is that status? Because I feel like, you know, I, I think a lot of people in situations like where we are, we have such terrible road access in these high fire zones that this is, this is a conflict. And, you know, I think that there might be something moving through the courts. There might be a new legal argument so although I think it's, you know, it's not well established and there probably will be a clarification to this, I imagine, because, of, because everybody's in the same boat, I would like to know what, how these other jurisdictions are reacting and what their legal argument is. Like I understand that you see it as very clear cut, there's A through D and then there's E and there's nothing we can do about it, but I, w I would like to know and I think that would be interesting for the Board of Supervisors to hear is a summary of this is what's going on in these other jurisdictions. You know, it's pending. You don't have to take any action on it right now, but it's just to keep us all aware of how this is moving through the law. I would really appreciate that, I think. And, yeah, I mean, if you would like us to present that information to the board, you can, you can ask us to do that or you can put it into the resolution, whatever you like, and we'll be happy, we'll be happy to do that. So is there more discussion then on this issue? I have more to discuss on the on the JDUs. Right, but we're not on the JDU. Okay. That's I'm trying to separate this so that we can do this in the simplest way. So, Jeremy, do you want to summarize where you think we ended up then on this? Well, I mean, if you like the idea of indicating to the board that um, we should uh, provide them with. Um, an update on other jurisdictions, we can certainly do that. You can put it in the resolution if you want, but you don't have to. Like, if you just ask us, then then we will provide, like, a summary of, I'm, I'm assuming local, we're in, we're in jurisdictions, um, to... In or, or Los, I mean, Los Angeles County. I mean, I think ca other counties around the state. Yeah, we can, uh, won't do all of them, but we, we can, <laughs> like, look at some, yeah, and, uh, and provide that information to the board. Um, you know, I don't, the board looked at this pretty carefully and they imposed the standard of having a 20 foot road width, um, you know, from the JDU or the, the ADU into the uh, nearest publicly maintained road. Um, we're not proposing to change that. We haven't received any quest, requests from them to change that either. So I think probably we're going to end up back in the same place. Now, a year from now, if we have the new fire maps, if we have the um, evacuation route map, um, is that going to change? It, it might. 
but we don't have that right now. And, and, and again, a reminder, this is already in effect. We are applying this to permits that we receive now, right? So, I mean, it, it, it's, I think, better to try to have more clarity from a customer service perspective um, rather than put off any decision until we get those maps because it may, it may be months before we get those. So I think but, that's kind of but where... But we do have maps that designate high fire zones and stuff. Yeah, I'm just saying the, the updates to those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess that, I mean, I, 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 having been a customer and then also having you know been a commissioner, clarity is a good thing. Being able to give people clear answers to what they can do is cost-efficient and comforting. Um, I mean, I, I can imagine adding some language that makes this responsibility of the, the responsibility of the fire department, you know, but, but, they, but you already have to have, you already, the fire department already has to sign off on turnarounds and things like that, don't they? And, and for ADUs as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so that's, Im that's already, it's already in the building implied. Code. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that is a question. Um, what is the, if somebody's proposing an ADU on a lot that has like zero access, whatever, the, it, does the fire department have the right to say you can't build this ADU? Uh, it, not if it's a category one ADU. If it's a, the others, yes. So but not if it's category one. within the existing footprint, they cannot. No, a category one is actually broader than just in the existing footprint now. The only, you know, I mean, the only thing in the existing footprint is, is a JDU. I mean, these are we're talking about detached. Yeah, I guess that's true. Right. Yeah. Because it's ministerial, so right. there is no process. So, is there more discussion <laughs> on this? Uh, so, I get. I, I think it sounds like we are leaving it the same that we're asking you to take a look what other jurisdictions are doing yeah, around absolutely. the same issue. Yeah, All right, yeah. so as to the second issue, can you state clearly what it is we are having to decide about with the second issue, please? Well, so what we've recommended is to follow the indication that we've received from HCD that we must allow two ADUs on a single-family lot with a single-family residence. Regardless um, of lot size? Yeah, just we're just following what they said, and they said any means all, essentially, right? That, so that's what we're recommending. Now, again, this is not something that came up during the last set of hearings on this. If it is your opinion that you want to um, take a different approach, um, you can certainly recommend uh, changing that, so you're deleting that language. Um, we will then report to the board that we, you know, had got this letter from HCD, that we brought it to your uh, commission with a recommendation, that your commission modified the amendments, and um, at that point it will be up to the board. So, commissioners, do you uh, have comments on this? I do have comments about the JADU and and the sec the second ADU. So I think the law is extremely clear. It's very clear about the second ADU. It can only be in a newly constructed building. It cannot be you can't have an attached ADU and then have a, an accessory structure converted. It specifically says new construction freestanding. 
So, and about the JDU, it does say that the, the JDU can only be in a freestanding building if it's part of that newly constructed ADU. So that, that's my problem with the language, is like that's not clear. We, we can't redefine JADU to be in an accessory building. They were very clear about that. It can, so, so that's why I'm like, I would really like this to be just tightened up and see it, see it one more time. I think we're close, but I think that clarification of that second ADU having to be in a, because that's what people would do, right? They would, they would do, they would convert their basement into an ADU, they'd put a JDU upstairs, and then they'd convert their detached garage. And that technically is not in the law. It would have to be a free, uh, newly constructed building. It says that. And that's why, that's why HCD says, in certain circumstances, it's allowed. And I racked my brain trying to figure out what certain circumstances. And then I reread the law, and I said, oh, I see. All means the attached plus a newly constructed. And so you can, in your resolution, um, direct us to modify the language for the board to make that clear. That's one option or ask us to modify that language and bring it back in a couple of weeks and show it to you again. Yeah, Brandon, when I, you, yes, please. Just for, I didn't catch you earlier when you mentioned the citation that has that new construction, the freestanding new construction language in it. Do you mind giving me to that one more time? Is in the law, so where it says, you know, it, under uh, E, one A, it basically says, you know, it can create any of the following. So, so A is one accessory dwelling unit and one junior accessory dwelling unit per lot with a proposed or existing single family dwelling if all of the apply. So the first one is like our traditional accessory dwelling unit. The, the accessory dwelling unit or JADU is within the proposed space of a single family dwelling or existing space of a single family dwelling or accessory structure. So that's where you start. So it's the, the first ADU is in the accessory structure or attached. And then the second one, B, is one detached new construction accessory dwelling unit. <clears throat> okay, so, so the first one is an or. It's the, the first ADU is either attached or in their accessory dwelling unit. And then the second one is new construction. Their, their other option is that they do it within the single family. So, so either way, you only end up with one. So according to the way your view, if somebody had a barn, they couldn't turn that into an ADU? Yes, they can. But they can. But it's not new construction. It's not completely new construction. No, it's the JADU that she Right, I, I think we were talking about the JADU, but I guess. I know, but you're also saying it, it, you couldn't convert a barn. And a garage. And a garage. You can only convert one of them. And that does not make sense. To, I don't think that that's consistent with the intention of the law. Right, I, I guess what I was curious about, because I don't, I don't see the new construction in E1AI, and that's where the language is that we are pointing to when we are talking about the requirement that we allow a JDU in an accessory structure. So 
Sorry, um, looks like you have something. Yeah, let's try and separate the JDU and the ADU for right. a second. Okay. Yeah. So I was talking about Too the ADU right now. Too many different things Yeah, let's just stick right. with the ADU. Okay. So like. just the eight. if we, okay, let's ignore JDU. So the, so the many, <laughs> or any, is the accessory dwelling unit is within the single family dwelling or accessory structure. And then the second one is new. So I guess you could do a barn conversion and a new building. But you couldn't do one in your house and detached conversion. No, I guess you could. The whole, I mean, we can write this however we want to, but you gotta pull back and look at the intention of these laws, as well as the comments that we got from the state. And the idea is to maximize housing. And however we may feel about it, I mean, if your concern is that it's just too dense, that may be. But I think that the point of all of this and what we have spent all this time going through is to increase housing in the state. And the state is going to take a very, I don't know if it should be liberal or conservative view, but their view is going to be one that actually uh, maximizes housing. So I don't see how we can do an interpretation that would limit what can be done. It, 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 it seems that what, what they're saying is you, you can't create two new detached uh, ADUs. But you can have two, and one could be a, an attached garage that gets converted and, uh, and an outbuilding, a, a barn, as you put forward, or whatever else other structure they may have on the property. But why do you think there couldn't converted. be two new ones if there was room on the property? Right, exactly. Well, why couldn't, well, that would be, and then they'd have to do a subdivision. Right? The lots, the SB9 would SB9 kick split. Okay, yeah. But, but apart from that, I think it's really saying you can have one attached and one detached. And a J-do. And, and, a, and, a, and a J-do that is attached is to, to a structure, house. whether it yeah. be a, a new exterior, a new detached or existing. Right. Yeah. That's my understanding. So, so do we need to change the language? I mean, I, I never received the new documents, so I'm kind of flying blind here. Do, do we need to um, cha therefore change the language that, that we are reviewing? But we do around JDUs because JADUs cannot be in detached accessory structures. They can be. Let's try and just check, stick with ADUs yeah. for a second, <laughs> just for just for our benefit, if you don't mind. We because um, I mean I think if if we're going to change it, it's it's going to need to be. And we have to probably take a closer look at it. I, I don't want to try and change the language on the fly. Um, but, but does our does. language then reflect just what we've been saying, that you can have, basically you can have two ADUs on the property, new construction or Well, I think, I think what you're saying is that the second ADU needs to be in a new construction accessory building, right? The I don't really see what difference new construction or not makes. More I, I, footprint. I don't see why... The, the word new is in it. I think that the law, yeah, I think it, the, this law needs to be kind of studied to, to really see what that's saying. Because I do think yeah. there's a little bit of a, you know, what comes first and what comes second. Um. We, so I wouldn't want to make that change on the fly, but I mean, that is, if that is what your commission wants, 
then we can find a way of clearly stating that the second ADU must be in a new construction accessory building. Why would we want that? Saying you do. I know, but I mean, I don't. Again, do. I just want to make it easy for people. If you've got an existing structure that can be turned into an ADU, then turn it into an ADU. If you have to do new construction for an ADU, then do that. But I don't see why the state cares whether it's new or a building that's being converted. And what we are trying to do at this point, I think, is comply with state law, and, com and state law wants more housing. Does, does that sound correct? The, the difference is the number of structures on the site and the amount of coverage. It's not but there regulated. Aren't, but there but aren't definitions about that, and we can't, we can't screw around with that. And that's when you come to SB 9, and that gets into those issues about lot splits. But this isn't well, that. That's yeah, a separate Peggy, issue, though. Mr. Well, Kern? Uh, if, there's, if there's no reason why this can't be um, uh, brought back with based on this conversation with some clarity. I, I, I do think that's preferable to trying to, um, I mean, we're having a hard enough time just, you know, verbalizing this and understanding it um, to uh, ask staff to come back to us on our next meeting or if... I agree, if, but what is it that we want them to come back with? I mean, what, what, how, how, what kind of direction do we want to give them in terms of what we want to see there? I mean, I would say despite how I may personally feel about density, but, you know, others may have another view, that we need to optimize the opportunities for people to put ADUs on their property, whether it's an existing building or new construction, um, and that, that our, our rules should reflect that. And we'll come to the JDUs if, in a minute. But, uh, I, well, I, I, I agree, and I, I think there's, there's just no logic to saying you, you can't convert a barn, but you could build a brand new um, uh, detached ADU. For that matter, the person could knock down the barn and then build a brand new detached ADU, and that's illogical. So, um, so I, I share your your view. Whether or not it's you know something that we agree with, I think that's that would seem the clear intent to allow two ADUs. And I won't even mention JDUs until we get there. Thank you. Okay. So, <laughs> so Commissioner Maltimano, Commissioner Lynn, do you have any? further clarifications that you want to give staff for creating this language to come back to us with? Well, it's not clear to me that there's a consensus among your commission that that's what, from the policy perspective, that's what you want us to do. I think we can write it. We just, we just want, want to know from your commission, is that the restriction that you want to place, right? Because, I mean, I, I totally understand what Commissioner Kern is saying, and you know, we can have conversations that are essentially the same at the counter where people are going to come in and they're going to say, so if I knock down the building I already have and then rebuild it new, then I can have an ADU. But if I just want to convert the one I have, then I can't, right? I mean, there's all kinds of ways ga gaming it. Now, maybe that's not what the law permits. Maybe we just stick it with exactly what the law says, um, which you can interpret it to be that it will require a new ADU. But that's the policy decision that we're really looking to your commission for. We can write it. We just want to know what we're supposed to write. Well, I think I've been clear about my position was can take a straw vote. As far as I'm concerned, we should allow, we should have the most liberal interpretation of when you can build an ADU and it doesn't require new construction if there is 
a building that could be converted into an ADU. So it would be a conversion or new con and or new construction if you can have two. Are there other views on the uh, commission about how that should read? I, I would really appreciate <clears throat> one more. And even if it, you end up with not changing any of the language, I would really appreciate like a, a deep dive by legal counsel to, to explain to us exactly how the law is being interpreted. And I say it because of this. I know we're not talking about JADUs, but um, the way I read the law, I think it's saying that you can have two ADUs and two JADUs. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I don't think we should take the most liberal way of, of interpreting the law. I think we need to have the attorney, like, be able to dissect every word of that paragraph and, and be sure of every word of our language of, of what we're going to allow. I just don't feel like I have that full understanding because now that I've said that and you read that again, I think you'll see that you may be able to have two ADUs and two JDUs. And my problem with just saying that's okay is that, you know, Articles have been written in the New York Times and Washington Post all about this, and nobody has ever said that you can have two ADUs. <clears throat> Everybody said, excuse me, <clears throat> one ADU and one JADU. And suddenly now we have two ADUs and a JADU, and now I'm thinking it's actually, if you interpret the many as all, it's two JADUs and two ADUs. So I just, way. I'm very concerned because the street that I live on the fire truck can't get down, and there's five houses down there that suddenly would become well, how many? Where do you get the two JDUs? I mean, the JDU has to be in the existing the house. Uni. No, because if you build a new ADU, it can be combined with a JADU. It can be there. I, I've, the way I read it, it was just that that's an alternative location. It's because of the interpretation of any. Right. Yeah. It's that. Not, not, not that's, that you don't do both, but it's an alternative location. It's, it's concerns me. I don't think everybody should have four additional units on their property. Yeah, no, no argument there. Mm. No, I don't think so either, but okay, well, would you like to make a motion? Well, because I don't, I, don't, I don't have a I'm not prepared. I don't know. I, don't know I will phrase, make but. a motion that um, county council analyzes the law and changes the language of the proposed uh, amendment if required and returns to us with a thorough explanation of the amendment language. I'll second. Okay, so moved by Commissioner Montalbano, seconded by Commissioner Lind. Um, all in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? I'm abstaining on this because I... I think we're going to... I'm not sure we can actually fit it into the next hearing, so we may have to push it by a month. We're, we're, we're already at two um, for the next hearing. So we'll, we'll send out another notice, I think. Okay, so we're... Do, do you've, do you've, we, we've sent both things, so, what we, so we're not going to vote well, on actually, anything actually, today. We still have the JDU discussion. Um, well, you've, you've just voted to continue it, but you, that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you, you can't discuss the JDU issue. Well, just the direction on the JDU error. Is, is the direction clear on the JDU? No, no, I don't think so. I don't think it is either. <laughs> um, I, let, actually, maybe we should just continue it to a date certain. You know, I've, I don't have my calendar here. Anna Hilda, what is the date um, after May 8th? What's the following date? And, 
I'm sorry. The next time we meet. Is it the 29th? It's not a Thursday. It's the 22nd. The 22nd. Yeah, so if we can actually get a motion to continue the hearing until the 22nd, that would be good. Okay, would someone like to make that motion? I'll motion to continue till the 22nd. Moved Second. by Commissioner Montalbano, seconded by Commissioner Curran. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay, that motion carries. It, it, uh, uh, I'm just un unclear. So um, our earlier um, directive to staff uh, about uh, request to staff about um, uh, further exploration of fire-prone areas and Actually, I'm sorry. what I, might be possible. I want to make sure we're including that in this. I just confused you, and I confused myself. It is May 8th. That would be the date. Yeah. I'll make a motion to continue this until May 8th, then. <laughs> Second. Commissioner Second. Curran. Moved by Commissioner Montalbano. Seconded by Commissioner Curran. Okay, this matter is going to be continued until May 8th. But given that we're continuing, um, clarification on what we want to understand when it comes back before us. Okay, so does staff feel like they <laughs> understand the kind of clarification or more information that we're looking for with regard to other jurisdictions, what they're doing on the issue of ADUs and on the issue of safety? So what I understand is two different things. One is you want more information about what other jurisdictions are doing, right? And the other is you want an analysis word by word to see exactly what the law requires. It's not clear to me whether or not you actually want us to propose a language that would modify the current um, language that we have. Well, I think we're trying to understand what we can do, and any other commissioner, please uh, chime in here if I'm wrong about this. So we want to understand what we can do with regard to the safety issue, what our you know latitude is there. That one seems sort of clear. Actually, no, I think what we're looking for there is just what is the jurisdictions that are restricting according to fire zones, what is the stat what is HCD's status with them? What is their legal what is their legal position on why they can do that? That's what I'm interested in. Well, we can see what we can find, but all, often a jurisdiction is not going to give you their legal position until they get a challenge. Yeah, and that's another question, has it been challenged? I mean, you can just ask HCD for for I guess you could ask them to please give us everything that they have done with response to anybody on with regard to fire safety. You could uh, try that's that. That's a pretty broad request. question. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you want to go to HCD and ask for that because you're likely to get thousands of pages back. So, I mean, what we can do is research to figure out other jurisdictions that have taken a different tack and what the status of that is. Okay. Then there needs to be clarification on the number of ADUs and JDUs that the law permits, right? I think the summary is how many and where. <laughs> and in what order, maybe. And in what <laughs> order. And wh where are they dependent on one another? So we had some conversation about that JDU had to be in the same structure with the ADU. Mm -hmm. That's what I was expecting us to try to clarify in this last piece, but in in... That the, the JDU has to be attached to something. Yeah. And I also heard whether or not the, this question, can you mm -hmm. get two JDUs as well as two ADUs? Right, and then that right. question. Which we're, which we're, we're not seeking, we're just, but we're trying to be clear uh, about what the law requires. Right, okay. 
And the um, uh, so, so other language also that was kind of before us today about um, recommending to the to the board the um, uh, thirty day thirty day minimum rental for uh, J dues mm -hmm. that that will be coming back to us. We're going to not act on that today and. That'll come back to us. Yeah, I mean, all the language that we have right now would certainly be coming back to you. Um, and I think we'll have to, after we do the analysis, we'll we'll have to make a decision about whether or not we want to bring uh, an alternative for you to consider as well. Yeah, and is there any way that we can approve the amendment language that it does not concern ADU and JADUs so that that is off the docket? Or do we have We're to? We're not going to bring them forward separately. It's, it doesn't make any difference, actually. Oh, okay. But thank you. I appreciate that. Anything else from staff or commissioners? In that case, thank you very much. Going to close the meeting and see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.